All right. Uh, Choros. Choros. <laughs> is that just, just do it again. Just do it again. Choro. Oh, Choro. That's J, and this is B, and uh, it's... This is, this is B and JP. Hey, B and JP? Oh. The B and J podcast. Yes, the B and J podcast. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So this is uh, going to be interesting because last week, <laughs> this same day last week, oh. right? Yep. Yeah, Sunday last week, we actually recorded an episode... <clears throat> And it was on Valentine's Day. It was going to be like a kind of a special, but not really. But it was going to be. And we had it all recorded. I had this great idea. <laughs> Man. Uh, at least I thought it was great at the time to use our, to use the headphones that we have, because we both have AirPods, to use that as a method of recording our audio and then having it be more noise canceling because of the time being we're recording kind of on the road that's, yep. how, that's how we're going about it yep we were at el rancho's some el rancho's something el rancho el rancheros yes i feel like that's that's more right yeah. el ranchero but it wasn't even that crowded but there were some people mm-hmm. i mean now we're at city bird and there's some but it's it's not bad it's not too bad it's not too bad and we hope that the audio is actually good in here <laughs> uh, to uh, pick up some good stuff and we can have some good back and forth. Yeah, I'll, I'll be intentional to be loud. For some reason, my voice has a quiet nature when I speak in a formal manner. It's really interesting. He's got the Morgan Freeman kind of voice, you know? That's what I think about. Uh, when Jeremy's talking, I'm like, damn, bro. This is like Morgan Freeman, the white version, talking to me. <laughs> but you don't know that, but now you do. Hey, my reincarnation... <laughs> might be a thing even though he's still alive he's still alive it's like beyond it's like beyond time reincarnation where there's two of the same spirit in the same time loop because i don't know that's well you two haven't met so yeah we've never we've never been in the same place at the same time so there's there's some substance here there is some substance there but so we have recorded the episode it didn't go out too well the audio was was really bad but we're gonna get back to it so today's episode, that was going to be last week's episode, is on the topic of roll drum or, or drum roll please. Who falls in love faster, guys or girls? Boom. That's uh, what it is. That's what this episode is going to be about. Spoiler alert, if you don't know the answer to this... You're it's most honest. likely a girl. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. It's you and me, <laughs> gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. We're simps, bro. We are. Uh, we try not to be, though. We, we, we mature from that, but we're terrible. We're, we're terrible. We're we, saps. We're saps. Okay, uh, that, that's, that's a little bit better. That's a little bit better. Uh, we, I think this topic came to mind. Because I was thinking about past relationships I've had, where I would be, where I would be, uh, you know, really interested 
in a girl. And for me, for some reason, or probably not for some reason, it's, it's pretty clear to see. You know, because of the beauty that I see within, within women, within the girls I find interesting, the ones I'm into, everything else just goes out the window. Logic, reason, going to, you know, taking my time, all that goes completely out the window when I see how beautiful she is. I'm just like, my goodness, I want you. My goodness, you're beautiful. This is the greatest treasure on the planet Earth. It is. It's, it's, it's way more valuable than... This is like the glory the of God. This is the glory of God, y'all. Yo, it's the glory of God. <laughs> if you want to see the glory of God, just look out your window and look at that pretty lady sitting next to you in class. Yep, that's it. That's, that's it. it right there. That's facts. I love that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was riding with a buddy named uh, Chad. Really? Honestly, years, ah, years okay, ago okay. in his car. And uh, we're just at like this stoplight. He's like, Jeremy, you want to see the glory of God? He's like, look over. Ah. <laughs> It's it pretty attractive lady who's in the car next to him <laughs> driving. And I'm like, I, I feel that, bro. Amen. Oh, man. That's wonderful. God, dude. Yeah. It, to me, it, they, there really is just something to it because there are two different levels to it. When there's a room full of people and then let's say uh, a guy walks in. Let's give him, let's give him, like, he's a, he's a mildly, he's an above-average-looking guy. Some people might turn and they might look. They might be like, mm, he's a handsome dude, you know, whatever. But let's reverse that now with, like, a baddie, with, like, a girl with just great looks. I'm talking great hair, great, great body. <laughs> I'm talking the whole nine yards. She's got it. Every head is going to turn. Even the girls will turn and look at this beautiful girl walking in. That is the power that beautiful women have. And that is ultimately why we just go completely brain dead when, when we see a beautiful girl like, oh, give like, us attention. And we're just it, like... All that goes through my mind, like, I look and then I got to do a double take and I think, how you doing? How you doing? Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, how, how you doing? You know, I love that. I love that. And, and it's, it's so true. In the past, I've had that experience. I know I've got some stories that I definitely want to tell uh, that kind of relates to who falls in love faster. But I want to know, Jeremy, uh, in your past, past relationships, experiences, the word of the, of the century, the word of the day, the past couple of years has been simp. All right, we know what that word is. Yeah, it's a dirty word. It's a dirty word. It's a four-letter word. Mm. And it, it doesn't stand for squirrels in my pants. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, was that off the fly? <laughs> uh, no, it was actually from uh, uh, Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was off. I have not seen that. It's okay, man, it's it's awesome. There was like this episode called S I M P Squirrels in My Pants. So I was thinking about that out of nowhere. I was like, hey, Simp is actually Squirrels in My Pants. That's, no, that's it's not great. that. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> if I would have guessed, I would have guessed like women interpret this as a sap in my presence. Sap in my. Hey, yeah. hey, okay. I like that. I like that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Simp. So I'll admit, I'm a sap. I'm, we, we've I'm, all we've all done it, man. You're not you're you're not alone. I'm done with the simping, but I'm still sapping all day. Still I'll sap till I'm dead, bro. Still and my sapping. wife will love it. 
still sapping. So you're gonna be like, I'm gonna be 80 going to like getting her a big old stuffed teddy bear, the little card, mm. some gift card to her favorite restaurant. Mm. Who knows? Maybe an expensive piece of jewelry for you. I, I'm never gonna mm. stop showering her. Like, mm. at least I hope. I don't want to become a grumpy old man who's just like distant from his woman. <laughs> you're like, ah, I've been married to you 70 years. You don't need no more. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, nah, yeah, dude. Yeah. You're gonna get spoiled. Cause you will know you are cherished. Ooh. You will never have to second guess it. Ever. I pray. That's my prayer. I got a little question about that. Because that sounds I, that sounds lovely. That sounds amazing to me to grow old with someone. It does. You know, it sounds it sounds wonderful. But at the same time, I can't help but think attraction plays a big part, at least right now for me, uh, in who I want to be with and who I'm interested in. So when she's like, like 60 or 70, and then she's like really aging, like really bad, how, how am I going to react to that, you know? Am I going to still be like really, really into her? Or am I going to be like, ugh, I don't know how I'm feeling. You, you, you I think let yourself before, go. I, I think before you wonder that, you yeah. start pondering that, I think you need to look in yourself in the mirror every morning oh. when you're 60 or 70. Because oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you ain't going to have the hots either when you're that age, man. Perhaps, but I'll say this. I'm going to age like fine wine, bro. I'm, I'm saying it right now. And, this your, is, and your woman ain't. This is, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow, bro. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm pray playing. for this man. He needs some severe repentance right now. <laughs> Future wife of, of Mr. B, forgive him. He knows not what he has done. No, I'm, I'm, I'm playing. I'm totally playing. Like, this is, this, maybe I'm not. Maybe I am. I, I'm, I'm just joking. But uh, this is... Uh, what year are we in? We are in the year 2021. I'm currently 23 years old. And I feel like guys just age better. But we don't need to get into that discussion. No, I just, let's not. Let's not get into that discussion. Let's, let's not dive into that. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I do like that idea of, you know, growing old with someone. And getting to that, to that part where you find someone grow old with is the challenge right it's a challenge that we we face in this day and age in every age but especially more now that you know there's so many quote unquote simps uh in the world who through social media inflate the egos of so many average women to believe that there's something higher than they're and they're not um and yep and that can kind of backfire on on your average everyday guy who's just like, man, I just wanna I just wanna have someone I can I can I can go to the movies with, someone I can go hang out with, I can go to the park with, someone I can just do life with and, and stuff like that. Because now they all want this giant standard and for your average twenty year old guy to reach that level, you either gotta be selling drugs doing all these illegal things because you're not going to get there after finishing high school and have all that resource all that money whatever right away interesting perspective interesting right a little bit i've never, I've never really thought that before but anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> my thoughts aren't going anywhere with that bro we're, we're on the topic of 
who falls in love faster. Yeah. So And I, then I just took it to a whole left field. What am I doing right now? <laughs> rabbit trails are okay. I mean, it, I mean, based on our conversations, both formal and informal, rabbit trails are known. Like just last night, we were talking about the Bible and like the growth and the assurance of Jesus is for his children that they cannot lose their salvation and that he will keep them. Yeah. Because this is five-second rabbit trail. A child of Jesus Christ and God the Father, it's not that you can't lose your salvation, but God cannot lose his grip on you because he refuses to let you go. So if your child of God struggling with sin, be encouraged. All that the Father gives to Jesus Christ, he will lose none. That's in John chapter 6. Go read it for yourself. You're welcome. Repent and believe the gospel and rest in Christ. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Um, but so, it's far, who falls in love faster? I mean, I fell in love in second grade. I fell in love in fifth grade. I fell in love in ninth grade. And I guarantee you none of them fell in love with me first. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> or <so>. period. <laughs> but that's irrelevant. So I also had this thought, too. I think when it comes to who falls in love... It really comes down to attraction. Oh yeah. You know, it comes down to first and foremost, yes. Yeah. If let's say let's say that the guy is usually more attracted to the girl, uh, that means for sure he's gonna fall in love faster. He's gonna catch feelings a lot sooner than she might. But let's say uh, the guy's more handsome than than the girl, she's probably gonna feel like she's lucky. And fall in love a, a whole lot quicker than than he would because he probably has more options and things of that nature but yeah. i feel like attraction plays a big part into who falls first if yeah. that makes sense i mean it's the flesh working it, it, it the flesh sees the flesh likes the flesh wants and sometimes the flesh gets i mean i know a handsome man will walk into a room and some women will be looking at him Biting their lip, being like, uh. I want to be some of that. Like, yeah, I want yeah. a piece. <laughs> We're thinking, how you doing? I'd like to know you, talk to you, and yeah. you know, see what happens. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, it's both ways, but I think most of the time, it's got to be people like you and me. The male species. Yeah. I mean, because this is the issue. Men, when they start out before really in their in their maturity and understanding a proper placement of women in, in terms of priority in life these fascinating gorgeous creatures are placed on a pedestal and we idolize them they are perfection they are glorious they are the number one treasure bro bro i get the girl i can die happy bro bro Bro, yes, yes, yes. Uh, thank you for that. That was, wow, that was a great point. Uh, there's actually, when you said, I can die happy, I was thinking about this song, Die a Happy Man. I, I don't know if you've ever heard it. It was by, like, uh, Brett Thomas or something or something like that. I have not. I don't know. I forgot his last name, but dude is a great artist. But that reminded me of it. Because, yes, we get our priority all the way screwed up when... You know, when we, we finally find someone who's almost, or who has an interest in us, she doesn't even have to be all the way in into us like we are. If she gives us a hint that she's interested in, or she could want us, we all of a sudden put things to the side. We put aside, uh, let's say we're in school. We put aside schoolwork 
to, to focus on her. Been we're, there, we're, done we're, that. Yep. We're Guilt, stalking. Guilty, bro. How? How? You, you want to dive into that a little bit? Oh, man. A little bit, or oh. what do you think? All right, y'all, confession <laughs> time. I was 18. 18 years old, okay. Yeah, uh, turning 19. And uh, it was long distance. She was in Michigan. I was in Ohio. And uh, I met her kind of while getting over someone else. So, and she was there. So I talked to her a bit. And eventually, I, without even realizing it, I grew emotionally connected to her. Like, we were really close, talking a lot every day. Um, then eventually, we didn't talk for about a month, month and a half. And I was like, I miss this person. So I messaged them, I hit them up. Mm. And they're like, hey, they were excited. And I kid you not, it was like that same day or the next day, we click and some stuff starts happening. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I I feel it. I I got feelings. (laughs) I caught feelings. You caught the feels. Oh Oh, man. man. Okay. Okay. I want this girl. There it is. And I had no idea. I was clueless up until that point. But I did have that kind of feeling towards her even before. Now, what you were talking about in terms of prioritizing a woman above all else, including schoolwork, I literally did that. Because this was like in the summer, September, yeah, like August, September, October, we were really talking connecting more and more mm. October we made it quote official mm. and by the way the official period lasted like 28 days like a month wow that sucked but we remained really connected and close right because she was like I like other people and I want to spend time with them and have fun I don't because I'm like the kind of guy who co- who loves to commit you know I'm right, not trying right. to I'm not trying to be a player none of that I want one person I'm one loyal, on one I'm pretty direct yeah. I want this to last yeah. I've always wanted that that's just been me so she did so I'm like crushed and I also hold on to hope at the same time because she's still really close to me at the same time while trying to date other people it's like I'm her rock wow through every guy it's really whoa, bad I'm whoa, sipping whoa. so bad bro and it gets so bad to where I'm in school in what? college, yeah, in my, and we go by quarters, not semesters, so I was in college for three quarters after high school, and this girl was my number one absolute priority, and there would be ups and downs, an insane roller coaster between our relationship, like sometimes it seemed like just never talk again, done, go away, and other times it'd be like a really crazy emotional reconciliation to where it's like, I love you, I love you too. Ah, oh, emotions and powerful feelings are all there coming together and it's like insanely euphoric. This girl had a class that she could get online, Gmail chat, and then I skipped class sometimes to make sure I could get into the library to get a laptop borrowed for two hours so I could be online at the same time she is doing her class online and then we could talk. Wow, what? I skipped sociology so many times. I flunked out of college because oh of behavior like this. Oh my god, dude. And I lost eligibility for my financial aid because of it. Oh my goodness, wow. Yes. That is, that is a... I... That's crazy. made her the idol. If it was going bad, I was absolutely crushed. My whole foundation life is devastated. But if it was going well, everything in life was perfect, and I was just euphorically happy. You're on top that of the world. It. Yes, she is all that mattered to me. 
it, it was the most unhealthiest, painful roller coaster experience I've ever experienced in any relationship. My God. Wow, yeah. that, that's tough, dude. Yeah. It's, so, it, was, it was tough. <laughs> I didn't go to college for five years after that, bro. Wow. By the grace of God, I found church. And uh, I read the Gospel of John, Jesus saved me, and I finally, finally, bro, learned to rely on a love that is constant and consistent and good for me, rather than relying on an imperfect sinner mm. to be mm. my foundation. Mm. Man. So it was pretty bad, bro. It was bad. So, you said that you were the rock for her, and this was a long-distance relationship, right? Yeah, it was. So, you lived, you lived, uh, she lived in Michigan, is that right? She did. Okay, and that's that's hours away for sure. Because I'm I'm pretty sure Cincinnati, Michigan, that, that's hours away. Yeah, I was sucked at in-person relationships. Mm. It never worked out. They never liked me back. I was like, uh, these people accept me for who I am, okay. no matter what I look like or what. I'm just like gotcha. the emotional gotcha. connection. Right, right. It's there a lot easier when you're online. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. Okay. So, wow. I, I've I've also dabbled with some, you know long distance online relationships in the past but when you said you were the rock for her this means that you two were were a thing you were oh yeah we were a thing we were connected you know we had you know we, we had deep conversations reconciliation moments intimate moments a lot of stuff like we had it off and on for like a whole year while she was quote dating other guys as well my goodness Yes. How, and, do you know how many? About probably three for that year. Really? Yeah. That's tough, bro. Yeah. That's tough. So, so while you two are on and off, your heart is still so deeply invested oh, in wanting this to work out. Absolutely, fully, hundred percent. And I was, I was like, okay, fine, go date them. I had a little bit of an arrogance and kind of like a certainty too, because like these guys. Or to get to quote be officially dating her and spend, you know have fun with her, but I know she's gonna keep coming back to me at some point. I just can't see the keeper, <laughs> but it's like I still okay, have her, okay. and y'all just don't know it. Okay, so she complained about them to me and everything else, and it's just like hmm. I would be like the main one. So would in you, my mind, would you now that with, with hindsight being twenty twenty, with it you know looking looking back now. Would you see her using you for emotional support more than anything else? Whenever she would, she was like sad, mad, whatever. She could come to you because you would be there to talk to her, but she wasn't as like into you as 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 she probably was with these other guys that probably, may probably didn't treat her as well as you did. I mean, I guess so. Uh, I didn't really haven't really thought about that that much but maybe I mean I was the rock for her I, that's how I thought a lot of myself and that's how I, I think I still was her rock yeah because I could I could validate her that the way these guys are treating her what she vents to me about them is wrong she deserves better mm. and I'm going to treat her better mm. and that did draw her to me quite a lot so whatever the motive was yeah. for sticking close to me I was the one that she ultimately could trust. Now, I didn't. I ticked her off a lot, and she did ignore me a lot. But when we did talk and reconnect, like, I knew eventually at some point it would probably be restored and there'd be another up period, you know, 
there'd be some sort of temporary healing from the distress that was pretty much constant because you know with all the good times there eventually is the bad times too mm. but yeah that that's anyway that is the kind of simping and emotional codependence in codependency that I let myself be succumbed to in my ignorant years of life thinking that all I want in life all I want is just to be married to the woman have a family one day and my purpose is complete I will die fulfilled and happy wow that's it bro. that was it that was it that was that like was your my purpose idol. Of that being was here. my golden breast ring that was my WWE championship wow <laughs> <laughs> that was my treasure bro and that still lingers in part of me today and I can only credit the grace of God that has actually put me in check to prioritize those desires properly Thank God, because, bro, mm. I was done for. If mm. this kept going on and on in my life, man, yeah, I guarantee you I'd be either one, dead, or two, at home, without a decent job, playing video games all day, every day still, hooked on the P word, pornography. Um, yeah, I, if not for the grace of God, <laughs> I would be into all those things with, like, hardly no productivity in life. And, and unfortunately, the reality is many men today, because they fall in love so quick and they become so emotionally attached to women and the desire to have them, this is where they're, many of them are still stuck at. So now, what is it about... Is it about the whole human race in general, or is it just about society's programming to say that if you don't have a relationship, you're, you don't belong, you don't fit in? Uh, you're not worthy. Is it is it society saying that, or is it biology bi- biology saying that you know that you need this? I feel like it's a little bit of both, but it has to be you know a bit of both. It's definitely both in terms of you know uh, uh, reproduction and and uh, having having family with you, but I also feel like society as a whole is saying relationship goals. That, that was a big, big hashtag years ago. Yep. It still is. There. It still is. Still I still see there. it occasionally. And what does that say? To me, when I think of uh, when I think of relationship goals, I think to myself: if you have that relationship goal, uh, it means that you're someone worthy, or you're, you know, if you have a relationship. That's the the highest honor you can possibly have. That means that you, you have fit. You, you have favor. You have favor. You want favor? Yeah, yeah. That that also goes with the Bible as well. I mean, it, it really does say Prover- I see, Proverbs eighteen twenty two. I looked it up because I know someone in my church that quotes this verse kind of frequently. You know, and it's it's a true hope. Proverbs eighteen twenty two says, "He who finds a wife finds a good thing," and obtains favor from the Lord. That's that's two amazing things. So you're finding a good thing and favor from God. And if you don't have that, man, something's wrong. Something is Some, wrong. Something is wrong. Something is wrong if you don't have that. Yeah. I'm not good enough. Mm. Mm, God, not good enough. God's favor isn't fully on me. Ooh. I'm looked down on a society. 
Wow. Wow. Uh, so, I, I mean, w- women with children, they, they were looked down upon if they couldn't have a child. That's right. There's some other people out there who can get the girl, and they probably think very lowly of men like you and me who can't, uh, who haven't yet. I'm not saying we can't. I mean, I can do, we can do all things that God enables us to do and provides for us. Uh, but we have not yet found the marriage covenant. We, we haven't entered into that relationship yet. So now I want to kind of get into a great point that you brought up. What you got into a little bit further back. Priority. What are, or what should be the priority of young men today? Guys in their 20s and up. What should be their priority when it comes to relationships, when it comes to life? I think I have at least maybe three, three to four things that should be a top priority. One, I feel like your priority needs to be your, your identity. Who you are, whose you are. These things need to be a priority for you. Uh, knowing yourself, knowing what you like in life, uh, what your purpose. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm not, that, that's priority number two. All right, so priority number one is identity, knowing who you are and whose you are. Who you are, the man that you are to yourself and whose you are, who made you. Who created you? Who called you? Who owns you? Who owns you? All that because we're Christians here. Yes, we are. We there haven't made that gone. formal statement, but... We, we haven't. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, if you haven't caught on by now... You, you, you're kind of slow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till the end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, but so... Who, who you are and whose you are. Second, your purpose. It ties into the first one because... Your purpose, who you are, is tied into your purpose. Why are you here? And I don't think there's one, there is a singular purpose that's stated in the Bible that is, you know, to, uh, to glorify God uh, and to enjoy Him always. But I'm not sure if that's in the Bible or if it was a coined phrase from somebody. I think it's in like a, in some denominations catechism. It's I feel like, like what, hero the, Israel. Our God is one. Our God is. Uh, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah the Shema. Yeah, uh, Deuteronomy six four. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Hero Israel, uh, the Lord is God. The Lord is one. Yahweh Ahad, uh, Yahweh Elohim, Yahweh, Yahweh Ahad, yeah. which means. God, uh, Yahweh is God. Yahweh is one. Yeah. Um, the holy sacred name of God. Don't repeat it unless it's in reverence for a good reason. That name needs to, <laughs> All names of God should be treated that way, by the way, y'all. But that's a very special personal name that God revealed to his people. And um, that his name will be, may be proclaimed among all the nations. Anyway, Deuteronomy 6.4, the Lord is God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And then you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, there's your purpose. That's your purpose. There's no ifs, ands, or buts, no beating around the bush. That's your purpose. That's your purpose in life. That's your first and foremost for purpose. And then other things come out of that. When you know who you are, whose you are, and what your purpose is, You'll be able to find what gifts and talents you already have. Whether you're a doctor, engineer, lawyer, accountant, doesn't matter. All these things are used to be glorifying to God. And then, 
And then once you have those things in order, once you have your, your, your identity, and then once you have your purpose, that's where you start to get into other things about your life. That's where you get into the relationship. And I think those top two things must come first before you have that third thing, which is a helper, which is your, your, your wife, your, your woman. The bone of your bone. Flesh of your flesh. All the, that good stuff. Yeah. The glorious, gorgeous creature. <laughs> the glorious, gorgeous creature. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Uh, but if you don't have that, you, yeah. you prioritize things in the wrong order. Yeah. And you mentioned like our uses and our gifts that we have. There's also spiritual gifts that we really need to be in tune with as well. In Romans 12, where we're all members of one body. We all have different things. Prophecy, service, serving teaching, exhortation, generosity, and mercy and cheerfulness. Like those things are insanely important to your purpose as well. Even more important considerably perhaps than your your living, your career, how you make money. Like love God first and foremost with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. And That's then true. then your career and your gifts and the way you make a living will be an honor in light of that commandment and purpose. Mm. It makes it, it makes your career, your pursuits, the way you make a living and care for you and your family, even with more vindication and meaning and purpose behind it, because that's been gifted to you and blessed to you by God himself. Right, right. And how true is that? And, uh, where I know I've definitely made a mistake is to put a relationship on a pedestal above everything else. And I've suffered for that in my life, you know, uh, with, uh, with failed relationships in the past. But I also think to myself, are the mistakes in the past, the, the, the relationships that didn't end the way you wanted them to, was it all in vain or is it to teach you something about yourself, to teach you about who you're into, to teach you about uh, who fits best for you versus those that don't? Because I know when I've had, for example, for example, let me, let me tell you about this one relationship I had with, with this, uh, this girl I was really into. I won't say her name, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, uh, she checked out everything, honestly, in the looks department that I wanted. I'm talking, dude. She, she had this long, gorgeous hair. It was, it was amazing. It was, it was beautiful. She was, uh, she was you know, petite. Uh, she was uh, probably like 5'2", five, 5'3", five, 5'4", five, five, some, somewhere around there. Shorter than me. Your boy's 6'1". Uh, <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs> I'm like 5'10", bro. I'm not even in the six. And I'm the tallest one in my family. <laughs> go on. Go on. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, she, she checked it out. And then, on top of all that, she had a great smile. I'm talking, like, like Ryan Seacrest couldn't top her when it, came, when it comes to, like, a picture-perfect smile. You know what I mean? Like, Who's she, that? She Ryan Seacrest? You don't know who this man is? Who the heck is that guy? What? <laughs> <laughs> So her smile blows him out of the water. Blows him out of the water, yes. 
And, and then not just that, dude. She was actually into me, too. Which was the craziest part of it all. Which, I know. Which, how is that possible, bro? How is that possible? How can anyone right? ever be into you or me? <laughs> Who are and, we? And I'm thinking to no, myself. I'm just kidding. Am I being catfished? Like, our camera's gonna start coming out. Like, is this is this a prank? Because I'm gonna be honest, man. In the past, I would do about seventy percent, seventy to eighty percent of the work in a relationship, and all the girl had to do was exist. respond. Yeah, exist. <laughs> all she had to do was exist and vaguely give me a response every now and then, and I would just absolutely run with that. I think to myself, wow, this is how a relationship is supposed to be. I do all the work, I do all of this, and in return, I get maybe a response here and there, and you know, we live happily ever after. Wrong. Uh, I didn't get anything in return with those relationships. I just wasted time, energy, money, uh, and effort. You got uh, something back. Grief. I got grief. I got grief <laughs> you back. You got grief, bro. I got grief back. But with this girl, it was a little bit different. Not only did she check out everything I wanted physically, but she was actually interested in knowing who I was too. And this was like the first 50-50 or 100-100% relationship I've had ever. So it, it was to me, it was just absolutely amazing. And what I can say I learned from that relationship, or what in the midst of that relationship was this, I could see how I didn't really have my identity. Those three things that we talked about, I didn't have those. I didn't have my identity because when I was just so blown away by the fact that someone like her, who I put upon this pedestal, like if she was at a level 10, I put myself at a, at a four, you know? If she was a 10, I put myself at a four, which is less than average. So I put it up on this, on this level that was just like, no, it shouldn't have been there. In her eyes, we were probably about the same. <laughs> in her eyes, we were the same, but in my eyes, she was like, like light years above me and I didn't have that identity within myself and because of that it wasn't I wasn't comfortable I wasn't fully comfortable in, the, in this relationship that I was in I couldn't talk I couldn't freely joke laugh do the things that I do now because I didn't know who I was and then above that beyond beyond that I also too didn't have a purpose this was around maybe I want to say three, four years ago, and around this time, you know, I was, I was going to school, I was in, you know, I was in college, and uh, uh, because I was so into this girl, I would, I would try to make myself sound like I was, I was the man, like I, I had this going on, I had that going on, when in actuality, I didn't have it going on. So maybe a slight, a slight fib, was told, oh, <laughs> a slight fib or two, uh -oh. was told in, uh, which I shouldn't have, but I wanted to really make myself seem, a, and I'm trying to justify lying. Don't ever lie in a relationship. I, I, I did. I did. What was your fib, bro? My fib was that I was, uh, <laughs> just out with it, bro. We're, just, we're just humble here. We're, we're humble. Open, we're open. We're humble. We're, we're open. We're humble. So I told her I was doing a, an internship with this, with this company that I actually researched and I want to do an internship with, but I told her I was doing an internship with that company uh, at this point in time when in actuality I wasn't. 
I was just taking a break from school and I didn't want to seem like I was I was lazy you know I wasn't doing anything with my life and oh, so if, if I if I'm not <laughs> if if I have the time to go out here and talk to her I should also have time to you know be investing in myself and and I told her you know I'm, I'm doing this job I'm doing this relationship and I, I wasn't doing any of that and it made me seem more cool it made me seem more like I got my stuff together and I didn't I didn't have my purpose together <laughs> She became my purpose ultimately because I put her on this pedestal and I got so obsessed. I felt I fell head over heels just all in with this with this girl and it wasn't right of me to do that to anyone, especially to her. And that's that's something I had messed up as well. Because I didn't have my identity or my purpose. I prioritized the wrong things. But what I can say about this too is that it wasn't all in vain because there were many things that I was insecure about that she made me feel like was an advantage, you know? Uh, uh, whether it was, you know, insecurities about uh, how my smile was, I didn't think it was the greatest thing in the world, but she liked it. And uh, whether it was, you know, other things it just she she knew how to make me feel good happy and and uh because of that i just really elevated her to this next level however that was wrong of me at that time i wasn't nearly ready for it as i'm working to being uh to to have it today so i do believe that men fall in love quicker and they probably do because they don't have their priorities in order. Because when you do, you're not gonna be quick to just let anyone in. When you have your, your priorities in order, you're gonna be more selective of who, you bring, of who you bring into your life, who you accept. You're not just gonna accept the, the most beautiful thing or any beautiful thing in your life. I wanna make up a good point because this is a historical thing. Jacob fell in love with Rachel probably pretty quickly. He dedicated seven years to marry her. Seven years, bro? And he got tricked and married a sister. We know this story. Oh, my God. If you all don't know the story, go read Genesis something something. something. (laughs) I don't don't remember the chapter. Um, Probably in the tens, maybe twenties. Anyway, the father tricked him, got him to marry his other daughter by veiling her face and whatnot. It's a crazy story. And then Jacob's like, have you tricked me? I said, I'll serve you for seven years. You give me Rachel. So as I read it, I think he gave him Rachel right after Leah. And then he worked another seven years to, quote, pay that off or to fulfill his obligation. I don't think he waited 14 years to marry Rachel, like we thought and discussed in the past. At least I would hope not, because that would suck. 14 years for a girl, bro? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, like, seven is kind of understandable. No, no. Seven's too much. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm sorry. No, seven's way too much. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, let me marry the girl first, and then maybe I'll serve you seven years. I just want the girl. Yeah. However, back in Israel's day, they were, most of the women served the same God. They had the same priorities, the same kind of values. You didn't have to really worry too much by selecting the right woman in the right community at least then leading you astray treating you wrong making you kind of like manipulated into thinking they're hot crap thinking they're it thinking that they're 
the golden rings or the brass ring. They're the end all be all. No. Today's age, bro, it is not the same. You have to be careful who you let in. You have to be careful who you pick and choose. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging beauty. You can look at that lady and be like, how you doing? Sure, you're beautiful. I'd love to talk to you. But be careful, gentlemen. Don't, we can't just let these women walk all over us. It, it cannot happen. You are a man of God. You are a man with dignity and respect and a divine infinite value placed on the breath of God and his likeness and image on you. Stop letting these women dictate your life. Love and cherish a woman who loves and cherishes God. And that woman won't let you put her on a pedestal. That's she right. will put you in check if you lift her up too high. That's right, and the bro. same goes around. If she ever thinks you're the stuff, you're, you're, all, you're all hot and everything, and you've got everything going on. Nah. She's going to be reminded pretty much, pretty quickly about your flaws and imperfections. It's probably not going to happen. I don't think my wife will ever consider me really high on a pedestal. <laughs> I'm way too flawed, bro. But y'all got to put each other in check and let each other the real value in the proper context to rejoice in and to not make yourself puffed up in pride. Because that's just gonna, then you'll end up like us in our past years, skipping classes. Skipping classes, bro, taking Fs and, w, and Ws on the report card. Oh. Losing your job. Oh. Oh man. Losing your finances, living off your savings, depleting your savings, going to comfort and sin to comfort you. We, I could go on and on. We could go on and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no, that, that's, I love that, man. I do. Like, we've talked about what, how we've handled it poorly. We've talked about the terrible effects it's had on us and the grief it's given us. It's led us to lying. It's led us to codependence. It's led us to falling so short of what our creator intended. Ladies, gentlemen, listen to this, apply it, realize that you do not need to have a low self-esteem about yourself and you do not need to have too high of esteem about someone else that you're really into. Keep it in check with humility. All of sin and fall short of the glory of God I don't like to say this, <laughs> forgive me, but that lady you are so into deserves to go to hell just as much as you do for your sins. And it's only the grace of God that you're both changed for his glory and for the good of one another. Yes, so what can we do right? How do we address fall in love too quickly? I think we kind of touched on it, but I want to hear a little bit of uh, what you think, how to address the issue. because. What I think it also really is, is are you guarding your heart? Is your heart being guarded, being on guard? Uh, because if it's not, you're gonna be quick to just let anyone in. If it's not, you won't know the value that you bring, the worth that you have. You'll put yourself all the way down there and put her all the way up here. So. So, Guard your heart. Go. Uh, I actually, I'm starting to like put some scripture in this little 
uh, Apple Notes on my phone, and uh, I've been actually exhorted by my pastor to make a list of scripture to memorize, so if I'm ever tempted in certain ways, make these come to mind, quote them, speak them out loud, and they're about purity. And I think purity is a huge part of this because purity is about serving the Lord with a pure heart, morally, spiritually, you know, everything, practically. It's about serving him first. That's how we're going to keep our ways pure and keep everything in its proper place, you know, keep it in check. Psalm 119, 9 through 11, how can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart, I seek you. With my whole heart, I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sit against you. Focus. Focus, gentlemen. Focus, ladies. Keep your ways pure, especially young men. Get away from the filth. Get away from the lies. Guard your hearts. Keep it in check. It's doable. It really is. I'm learning that as we speak today. It's doable. It is doable. Uh, it's, it's definitely going to be something that takes time, that takes intentionality. But it is so doable. And uh, I just think when we have our, our when we have our priorities set, when we have these things situated as they should be, working on ourselves, improving ourselves, to being that 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 better version, and being the best that we can be. By seeking the Lord. By seeking the Lord. <laughs> uh, we will not just only have the options that we want, <laughs> but uh, uh, we'll not be too hasty to make a decision on any one person or feel that we're lesser than or undeserving of. Or just be too quick to be to fall into the love pool. Just too literally f- too quick to fall in love. Mm. That's right. Yeah. So easy, man. Wise men say only fools rush in, and that's where we're gonna leave it. We're not gonna go. Into, <laughs> we're not gonna go to that last part. <laughs> not yet. I'm totally guilty of that last part. Yeah, yeah. We're not. We're not gonna say that last part. <laughs> I want to say if you find yourself. I and a lady, and you want her, she's beautiful, you like her personality, be clear, communicate well, hello. Can you tell anything else? Yeah, we're okay. Thank you so much. Um, If you find yourself in that, make sure, uh, see where was I going? I got distracted. Every time, every Every time time. we're about to do something. It's okay. They're, they're kind, <laughs> but like last time we were at McAllister's and it's like, uh, like no, it's a <laughs> we were kind of like eight minutes before this cuts out. Oh my god! It's okay. If you find yourself idly and you wonder she's pretty, you like her personality, it's okay. Like we're not saying be too scared and like discourage you from liking somebody. It's a good desire to have. It's the right desire to have to have a, one a wife and a family. 
You have to keep it in check and prioritize it properly, not let it consume you. You gotta make sure you clearly communicate, make sure they know what you want, make sure you know what they want, especially considering the fact that if you're a Christian, and you should be, if you're not, you still should be, you should still repent and believe the gospel for unbelievers listening to this. It's a kind, it's a kind thing for us to tell you that. We don't want you to perish. <laughs> uh, because if you make her the idol, they, they will disappoint you. And uh, anyway, be seeking the Lord first and foremost, and then he will provide as he sees fit when you're ready, when the other person's ready. And I know there's controversy over that because we have Christian liberty and it's kind of like cliche. We all hate to hear like God will give you that person when you're ready for. I can't stand hearing that, bro. I'll be like, I want to be ready now. I I, I hate it. I absolutely detest that, you know, because it says that what did, what did that verse say that we talked about earlier? He who finds yes. a wife. You yes. have to go out and seek it. He's not just going to place them in front of you. Like He might place you in the right place in time, but you have to be active in your walk to go to that place. You can't just be sitting at home and all of a sudden she knocks on your door. Hey, I'm a girl of your dreams. Hey, I, God sent me. No, no, none of that stuff happens. I don't know, bro. If that happened to me, I might just take it and be like, you know what? All right, you're pretty. Let's go. <laughs> and that same day that happened, you would also win the lottery. So, uh, <laughs> facts. <laughs> yeah, uh, facts, bro. Uh, he who finds a wife does find a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Yes. But God is also sovereign. And if God knows that your heart is idolizing this thing too much, well, idolizing it at all means wanting it too much, making it too much of a priority. I think the sovereign hand of God will restrain it till you're ready. And then when you do find it, you're going to be so thankful. And yes, it's a cliche we hate to hear, but it's real. Do you know, I have a little, I have a little funny side note. Uh, past relationships I've had. Now, growing up, uh, a little bit about my background. Uh, I am a uh, pastor's kid. So a little side note, whenever I would be interested in a girl, I'd, I'd sometimes I'd, pay, I'd pray about it. You know, I'd really be seeking God for it. But what happened every single time I prayed about a girl I was really into? Oh, no. It ended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It ended, you know? Uh, so I decided, you know what? I'm just not going to pray about them anymore. <laughs> oh, no. And then I actually had a relationship that went on for a while. And it was... It was in no way honoring uh, to God. <laughs> Oof. But because I was no longer seeking God or seeking his approval for this person that I was really into, he let me have my way. And I had her, and let's just say things came to a crashing... <laughs> halt. <laughs> a crashing halt. Uh, oh, yeah. Literally and figuratively we'll get into that someday but not today but things came crashing i'll just say that <sighs> so i have now learned maybe it is the the sovereignty of god to not allow things to work out because of how bad i desire it maybe he does know what's best perhaps maybe maybe not <laughs> he does. He does. That. I'm not. I'm not saying he does. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute here. Yeah, yeah. What did I, he just say? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not, but you know, it's it's like when you seek him, when you ask him, 
you also have to put the action into play because it's not just God gonna do all the work for you. And that was your original point, that you hate when people say, God will bring me that person when the time is right. That is both true and false, because that leaves... It's not saying I'm leaving the responsibility off of us to seek, mm. but you know, maybe if you're at work, you meet somebody, or maybe if you're just in like a coffee shop hanging around, go out, meet somebody. It's not, obviously nothing happens when you're at home all day, but we naturally do those things that put us in those places. God actually works those things to put us in those places. I kind of relate all things back to his sovereignty in him ordaining all things. But he works through our agency, our wills, to work all things out for the better, for good. I mean, he's, he gives us Christian liberty, but his sovereignty is not override, overwritten by any of that whatsoever. So I think if God has a specific person out there for somebody, nothing's gonna stop that. He'll make it work because he's God, he's a master, he's a genius, he's an orchestrator. He just has his ways. Like one way or another, God gets his way. He does. And and he, he, he just does. And I, I don't wanna leave this at, at you know, the, the, this told me myth, because that's a myth. I don't believe there's one person in the world that's meant for you and only you when there are now seven billion, over seven billion people in the world. What if she's born in freaking Antarctica or Australia and you're born in the US? What if she's born in freaking China and you're never gonna go to China? You know, I, I don't know about all that. that I, just, I just think that. That's where the gods and obviously intelligent minds Knowing that has all things worked out together for the good of those who love him according to his purposes. Yeah, and yeah. according to his will and good pleasure. So I mean, theoretically, if he intends someone to marry someone that one's in the U.S., one's in China, mm-hmm. he's gonna make it happen one day. Like someone will take a trip, they'll come across each other. Hey, hey, how you doing? Sure. How you doing? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I Irrelevant. This is kind of just semantics yeah. and like kind of like I, just I systems. We're not talking about sisters. We're talking about God will provide when he sees fit. I do not believe he'll give it to you before he wants to. And you may be ready or you may not be ready when that happens. He may clean you up first or he may bring you two together and then clean you up while you are together. Who knows? We're running out of time here. We have a little bit more, but... The main thing I want to get across, do not over-prioritize this desire. It's a wonderful desire. God made you to have this desire, but you've got to keep it in check. Seek the Lord with all your heart, and he will manifest himself to you. Abide in his commandments. Follow him. Listen to him. Trust him. Love him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love him. He's the God who came down to earth to save wretched sinners like you and me. Does he not deserve our number one affections? And then when he brings that person to you, praise God, and you can love and cherish them immeasurably beyond your comprehension in ways because he has loved you to that level. Uh, hey, uh, so we, yeah. So continue, Barnabas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, yes, uh, I hope uh, whoever is listening to this, whoever hears this, it will be an absolute blessing to you that you can see uh, growth in and you can see good things come for your, good advice coming from this that you can apply to your own life. So thank you guys for the second slash third installment of the B&J's podcast. This has been uh, real. Uh, this has been awesome. I am Barnabas. I am Jeremy. This is B&J. And we are gone. Woo! Woo! Woo!